are listening to Pastor Elvis Ajiman. Pastor Elvis Ajiman is the founder of Grace Mountain Ministry and the convener of Alpha R. Follow Pastor Elvis on podcast. Podcast added for Android users is Pastor Ajiman Elvis. And podcast for Apple users is Pastor Ajiman Elvis. And now today's message. Stay blessed. These priests that are special, what makes them special is that by their connection to the cornerstone, they are now a habitation of God himself. So when God wants to go to La Paz, his vehicle, God is not in La Paz until a priest goes there. Oh, but he's so many present. He's so many present. Let me tell you, he's everywhere, but he does not perform everywhere until he has a priest there. I wanted to start something very interesting with you. But I love to move by the spirit. And I had a dream. I came to the students' church. And the good news is that this place was overflowing. There were a lot of students, a lot of students, so hungry for God. But I realized that in a vision, I was teaching again on priesthood. The last time I met you, I think priesthood was what I taught about. And I was teaching again on priesthood. And I realized that that subject have not yet been dealt with. Priesthood. Please be seated. Can I go a little more into priesthood today? I told you that I was going to deal with priesthood, royalty, and the witness. So I was going to step into the kingship and then later step into the witness. But it looks like God still wants me to stay around the priesthood, if not for anything, but today. Priesthood. Exodus 19 verse 6. Freddie read to you the prophecies around it. Can you give them the message Bible? Read it one to go. Oh, come on. You see? My biggest problem with today's church is we don't see ourselves in scriptures. You just heard you are special. You see, when you read it from here, you don't see yourself in it. But when Apostle Peter picked it and pasted it in 1 Peter 2 9, that one you believe. For you are a royal priesthood, a chosen generation, a peculiar people. This is the scripture he twisted for you. That one you believe is you. But I don't believe this one. That's why most of you see yourself in the Old Testament and pass by. But when Peter picks it up, Paul picks it up and pastes it, that one is New Testament for you. But when Apostle Paul was talking about scriptures, he was talking about Genesis to Malachi. 
that is where he coined the new testament for you do you think he coined everything so you can still see some and the holy ghost will give you interpretation i am a special person but you are what what is going to make you special on earth have you seen but you are special call on so he's coming to tell you what will make you special what will bring that uniqueness and speciality around you in ghana in africa what will let you walk out and even the water and the trees honor you what will take you out of commonness to extraordinariness what is it he said that but you are special and this is the reason a kingdom of priests come on this is not a special ordination the whole kingdom is a kingdom of priests a holy nation the issue is that Ghana is not the real nation we are a nation To God, Ghana is not the nation. To God, the kingdom of priests is a nation in itself. If you are prophetic enough, you will know that every nation has judiciary. Every nation has a president. Nations have doctors to work things out, bankers. That is why if there is any group of people that God is going to raise strange people among it will be this kingdom because he needs engineers to make a nation he needs doctors to make a nation is somebody here with me at all listen that is why Nigeria is fulfilling this prophecy right now you enter Canaan land and it's a nation they don't use anything from the government it's a nation in itself you are now catching it. They have employed close to 40,000 workers. So if you are connected to such a kingdom, they have junior high, secondary school, university. So you can start junior high there, go to senior high, go to university, do your master's and get a job. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nation God's fishing for us we've not caught it there should come a time that we see ourselves as a nation to a point that when you enter Grace Mountain you will find somebody who is so much good with auntie that even if Facebook closed down, he'll create another thing. He said that you are special because you are kingdom of priests, a holy nation. So when God is talking about a nation, he's not looking at Ghana, he's looking at a kingdom that he has made holy. Holy means to be consecrated unto God, to be separated unto God. So to God, his nation are the people he has consecrated on himself am I speaking to a church here I am part of a nation 
we may be king, we may be cassie, but that's the truth. The nation I'm part of is bigger than Ghana. That's why the Bible says that you are in this world, but you are not of this world. The Bible says, for you are an ambassador of Christ. Do you know who an ambassador of America is to Ghana? He's in Ghana, but he's not governed by the laws of Ghana. He's governed by the country that sent him. I am a sent man walking about. I was sent into Ghana to fulfill an assignment. But in reality, I'm from a different nation. Hmm. You see, but he says that this nation is constituted of only priests. So they come out. their role what's their mandate as priest that is where Peter came in and began to explain it a bit to us how this nation is going to run to us when we understand this eh, some of you can supernaturally be bringing for the sake of the nation <laughs> You can supernaturally be an engineer. You just know how to fix machines. Because we are a nation and at a point in time, nobody must face our condition. There must be engineers from the nation. Is somebody here with me? We don't deploy. No, as a nation. This is where people can act supernatural natures that at a point in time you can't rate them like men because they are there to sustain the nation you are receiving impartation right now You have never gone to architectural school but the nation needs a building so you sit down and suddenly strange things are coming into your mind strange things are coming then suddenly you know the kind of building that we must have that's what i'm talking about when the priest comes out as ones to sustain the nation Genesis chapter 4 verse number 19 okay so can we read now one to go and Lamech took unto him two wives the name of the one was what Ada and the name of the other Zillah verse 20 uh -huh. and Ada Jabal he was the father of such as dwell in tent and of such as have cattle. Someone say he was a father. He was a father. 21. And his brother's name was Jubal. He was the father of all such as handle the harp and organ. The final one, I want to go. And Zillah, she also bare to Balkane 
an instructor of every artificer in brass and iron and the sister of Tubal Cain was Nama. Wait. This let's start from here and go up. Tubal Cain was an instructor of every artificer in brass and iron. The question is that if he is the first to instruct, who instructed him? If you are the father of something that means that the thing was not until you showed up so the question is who instructed you and taught you so you can teach others so this young man was instructed by God for him to instruct his generation so it's possible to begin something nobody taught you receive it go to 21 for me go to 21 look at that and his brother's name was what Jubal he was the father of all such as handled the harp and organ so he's a father of organ if he's a father of organ means that he made it and played it so the question is who taught him he was the one that fixed all the keys. So who actually did it? Ah, uh, so we found him. <laughs> the inventor of organs. We found him. The question is, he is the father. So who fathered him? The father there means he's the beginning of instruments he's the beginning before him there was nothing like instruments when he came he invented i'm just telling you that we have not positioned ourselves well like this nation will be enough for ourselves look at look at the verse 20 the verse 20 and go up jabal and other bear jabal he was the father of such as dwell in tents and of such as have cattle. So he is the first man to build a tent. The words were living in caves. When he showed up, everybody was living in caves until he came and realized that no, you can have a building. These were men we can call special. We shall be special to our generation. I said we shall be special to our generation i don't know who i'm talking to but suddenly you will start inventing things for the sake for the sake i'm trusting god that out of this nation inventors of another form of electricity will show up and the church will run by your energy is somebody here at all i just want you to know that we are enough boy we have a source we've got a source that's where we are missing we think that we can tap from other places but in reality we have a source in ourselves 
when the Bible says we are special, we have a source. That's why you're a priest. A priest is somebody in contact with God. God's point man here on earth. That's why we are not getting it. In fact, you are the platform of God. God is a spirit. If he wants to come on earth, he needs a platform and he has chosen priests for himself. I just want you to know that there is a realm where you can be sufficient to the nation. Before I go to First Peter, let me show you another thing in Galatians 1. Let me show you. You may like it. Galatians 1 verse 11 and 12. Uh -huh. That the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus. He said, this gospel I'm preaching to you, I didn't receive it from a man. No man also taught me. I got my source from heaven. So it's possible to know something nobody else knew. So if I tell you that the kingdom can stand on its own and its people rise to be a resource people out of the source in heaven, I know what I'm talking about. For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it. So it's possible to know. <laughs> Many people ask me, where did you go for your counseling school? And I've never been to any marriage counseling school. Never, I just know. <laughs> I just know. I just know. You are moving to the knowing realm. I said, You are moving to the knowing realm. Moses' encounter was to see the back of God. Back. Back of God. He left and started writing Genesis. All history. When the serpent was talking, he was not there, but he still caught the worst. He was not alive for Jacob to tell him. But he still wrote the dream Jacob had in his dream. <laughs> when angels were ascending and descending, he still didn't make a mistake. He saw in the dream of Jacob that the angels were not descending to ascend. They were ascending to descend. He still saw. Why? He saw back. And he could see if even 
when Reuben was sleeping with his father's wife, <laughs> the man knew with that sword and knew. I'm talking about if you become the priest of God, what it means. What it means. And then a certain John also saw the face of Jesus. And he also wrote the new Jerusalem as though it is there. Meanwhile, the new Jerusalem has not been created. It's still in the mind of God. So one saw back, saw past. One saw face, saw future. That means that from beginning to end is God. So anytime God reveals himself to you, he's revealing a dispensation to you. That means when God shows up in your life and you see him, you have seen time. It's either you have seen the past or seen the future. But in reality, you will see something about time. God actually dispenses himself into time. His face and his back has something to do with time. So all the events in time is actually a dispensing of God's person. Just a dispensing of God's person. That's why when he came, John looked at him. In the beginning was the word. That word that created all things. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. There was nothing made that was made without the word. The word was God. The word made everything. That means everything came out of the word that is God. So God has something to do with what was created. That is why when you look at the four living creatures, one has the face as a lion. Another has a face as an horse. Another have a face as an eagle. Another have a face as a man. That determines the habitations of the four different realms. The air, the water, the earth, and then the forest. To tell that all of these have a part with God. That's why when Jesus came, he came to demonstrate all these four at a time. The eagle represents his divinity. When he came on earth, he didn't lose his divinity. The face of the man represents his humanity. When he came on earth, he died as a man. The horse represents cattle sacrifice. When he came on earth, he died on the cross. And that the lion represents power, dominion. After he died, he resurrected in power. To reign over the earth to tell that all things have a part in him 
so when we are dealing with God we are dealing with things hey do I have a church here when we tell you that if you have God you have the completeness of all things some people don't understand we don't know that all things have a part in him we don't know that's why he disguised himself with all things he came as a wind so he's a wind he will gas out as living waters he said that is the spirit that means he's water the bible says the same rock that followed the jews it is christ jesus that means he's a mountain ah, are you getting it at all the Bible says that his face shines like a sun. That means the Bible says he's the son of the morning. Are you seeing? Are you seeing that there is a picture about him concerning everything? Everything. Bilam prophesied. He said that there is a star that will arise. So Jesus compares himself to the star. So even the stars know they have a part with him. The Bible says he's a tree of life. So all trees feel they have a part in him. Mountains feel they have a part with the Lord. That's the kind of God we are selling. You have him and you have almost everything. You see him and you know all things because he's the God of hosts. He comes with all things together with him makoske prati itash kalaselesh so apostle peter begins to teach us take me to the scripture first peter 2 verse 3 begins to teach us some wonderful stuff if so be ye have tasted that the lord is gracious verse 4 let us he said to whom coming as unto a living stone disallowed indeed of men but chosen of God and precious look at that he's coming to compare us with our union with Jesus and he said when Jesus came he came as a living stone a stone that can walk a stone that has breath a stone that is sendable, a stone that can preach, a stone that can be used. He said, To whom coming as unto a living stone, and then he said, This allowed indeed of man. This one is a different subject. How that every priest, when you begin to manifest, you would have to face disappointment and resistance it will not be different but he said but choosing of God and precious verse 5 mm. uh -huh. ye also Someone say, I'm also a lively stone. 
ye also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God as living stones are built up somebody say I'm built up living stones verses let me add that to it quickly wherefore also it is contained in the scripture behold i lay in zion a chief cornerstone elect precious and he that believed on him shall not be what confounded so jesus who was the first living stone is now the chief cornerstone and then all of us living stones the man of God here is a stone that is a habitation for God but the moment he stepped into the nation he is a contributor as a stone with one chief cornerstone hmm. so that God's vision and God's dream is that at the end of the day all lively stones will put together a building for him that he can dwell in Come on, is somebody here with me at all? So you see, when he stands alone, he's a stone that God can rest in, but he's not the solid building God wants. Are you getting the picture? Until he comes to connect to the other living stones that are connected to the chief corner. In the Jewish system, before they build, the first most important stone that they put is the chief cornerstone. All Jewish buildings, first is the chief cornerstone. And it takes them time to fix the chief cornerstone because they believe that if the chief cornerstone is not properly put in place, all the stones that comes over time, the building will fall. So the cornerstone must be well positioned. And then the moment they get the cornerstone position right, all they need to do is that every stone that comes must just come and continue. Experience the pure word of God in our English church every Sunday morning from 7 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Encounter worship, praise, and spirit-filled teachings that will change your life forever. For inquiries. Are you getting a point here? Four people should come right now. 
This is what I mean. Okay, the man of God here is the cornerstone. So sometimes it will take them days trying to fit the cornerstone to get the alignment they are looking for. So the major work is done on the cornerstone. That is why Jesus did the major work. The major work is done on the cornerstone. They shape the cornerstone. They try to fix it in a way that it, they will get the alignment they want for the building. And the moment they get it upright, because if they miss it, all the building will go down over time. So the moment they take their time to shape and chisel the cornerstone, after that, they just add up. And they can use few days to build they don't care how they are putting these ones. All they care is that this one is properly fixed. Mm. Mm. That is why, that's why the most important in our Christian experience is not you, it's him. If he has missed it on the cross, it doesn't matter what you do, the building will come down. But sir, he got it right. Somebody shout your biggest amen. Please let me see he he got it right are you seeing your building so the moment we got a cornerstone what happens is that all lively stones will be added and the vision is that we are building god a house let me show you something in ephesians 2 verse 20 Ephesians 2 verse 20. One to go. And are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ himself being the chief corner stone. That means that the, the apostles built a foundation. The reason why all their work was a foundation is that it takes time to get the cornerstone well fixed. So the whole of Apostle Paul's work, the whole of Apostle Peter's work, the whole of Stephen's work, the whole of James' work was trying to fix the corner. It was not enough for Jesus to die. It was enough. They needed to work until he's established in the heart of people. That was their work. He says that after that, we are only built on that foundation. A quick work, verse 21. In whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord. In whom? In whom? That cornerstone. In that cornerstone, all the building fitly framed. Somebody shout, I'm connected to Jesus. I'm shout, I'm connected to Jesus. Shout the Lord, I'm connected to Jesus. You are not just saying it, mean it. I'm connected to Jesus. Do you know that if you are connected to the cornerstone, until the cornerstone is removed, you can't be removed. That's what you don't get it. The moment they get the cornerstone right, all other stones that are faced, it is almost impossible to break it until you have touched the cornerstone. He said that in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord. Verse 22, verse 22. Quickly, quickly. 
in whom ye also are builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. Let me tell you, this is what it means. The day I connected, and the day you connected, we became a building that God can dwell. So we don't say these things. If I tell you that I carry God, I'm not saying it because I hear somebody saying it. Because I know my position around the cornerstone. That I'm a living stone that has been fixed. And then we have put up a building. That building is not this square building. That building is a spiritual habitation that God can dwell in. I have a habitation. And only God dwells in. So you see, these priests that are special, what makes them special is that by their connection to the cornerstone, they are now a habitation of God himself. So when God wants to go to La Paz, his vehicle Oh God. You see, somebody will hear this and forget. God is not in La Paz until a priest goes there. Oh, but he's so many present. He's so many present. Let me tell you, he's everywhere, but he does not perform everywhere until he has a priest there. All those people who were sick that remain sick until we laid hands on them, what happens? <laughs> Why? Why must he wait for us to come and lay hands? He may be everywhere, but he won't perform until the priest comes. Because priests are the carriers, the storehouse of divine treasures. The banks of God's power. The tankers of his presence. God has a place he's dwelling. That place is his people. Do you know this is a nice temple? But God does not show up until you show up. If we leave this building and start services on the street, you'll show up on the street. So we built this in order to give us comfort so we can give him comfort. So this building is more for us and we are more for him. Somebody shout, I believe it. I carry God. Shout it loud and clear, I carry God. Again, I carry God. Again, I carry God. Again, I carry God. In the name of Jesus. Shout, I carry God. That's who we are. Do you know what was in the Ark of Covenant? Number one was the manna. 
And Jesus came and said that your fathers gave you manna, but I am the living bread from heaven. It carried the stones that bear the commandment. And Jesus came and said, I am that word. It carried the bedded rod of Aaron. And the Bible says that the rod of Jesse will stem up. He is the vine. So actually everything that was in the ark is a typology of Jesus. And he said that the seat, the mercy seat was seated on the ark. And angels covering it. Can I give you an announcement? The ark carried that presence because of what was inside. The ark in itself was like a living stone. What was inside was the cornerstone. The Bible says, come boldly to the throne of grace. Can I announce to you? The presence of God was in the ark because the manna, the table of stone, and the battered rod was inside. This is what it means. The Father, the Son, and His church. I am the ark with the cornerstone in me and we have attracted the mercy presence of God. So wherever I enter, I bring God. There is no bargaining on this matter. You want to try me? no content but God there's no two ways when I sit here God sat when I stand God has stood we can hold a miracle service here miracles will happen if we live here and go to the market and we hold a miracle service it will happen because I have made God mobile. It's like the ark that kept moving. And wherever the ark was, the presence of God dwelt. That's who you are. You carry something that attracts his presence. You carry something that attracts. Can't you see that the Bible said that angels are ministering spirit and he has given to you the hairs of salvation. He has given to you to minister for the hairs of salvation. Is it different from the cherubims that sat on the covenant? Can't you see that it was a prophetic word for the church that very soon we will habitate God himself and angels will surround us and we shall walk in mercy. Goodness and mercy will follow us. Can't you see? If Antoine dares me, he put himself in risk. 
I'm not bragging. That's the truth. That's the truth. Do you know the number of devils we have frustrated? If devils were powerful, they would have killed me by now. Leading 60,000 people, deliverance with all testimonies. If those devils that checked out for testimonies to happen, if they were powerful, they would come home, but they came to meet God. It's not that they didn't come. They came. But they came to meet not a one man. It is God seated among the host of angels. Someone shout, I'm a lively stone. You are not a dead stone. You are a lively stone. A stone walking about doing business, but doing it with God inside. You just went for lectures, but you are actually taking God to school. It's a consciousness. This is the consciousness you grab and you tell yourself, why don't I have a job? Never again. I am failing God. I can't fail with God. It's a consciousness. The moment you come to that place, I'm a priest. I'm a lively stone. I'm like the Ark of Covenant. You stand and you begin to operate as though you have something within you that does not permit that you allow. Do you know if you don't cast the devil you will let the devil inflict you and God okay he is living in this body and he told you that these signs will follow you the first thing is that in my name you will cast out devils that means that the world is congested with devils so the first reality of your encounter with me is that anytime and wherever you enter, use my name to penetrate. He didn't say, I will cast them out for you. He said, use my name to penetrate, to cast them out in the name of Jesus. That is why the Bible said of Jesus, the Bible says that, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. So you rise up in the morning and you have the consciousness that I'm going to the bank in the name of the Lord. I'm going to the lecture hall in the name of the Lord. No devil there stands my way. No one there stands. Apostle Paul watched it. He said, I besought the Lord three times for a messenger of hell was sent to buffet me. And he said, the tone was put in my flesh. I sought the Lord three times to take it away. God said, this is not what I taught you. <laughs> I didn't tell you I would take the demons away. I said, in my name, cast them out. Then he finished and told Apostle Paul, my grace. So as the devil beat you, my presence cleans the wound. My grace is sufficient for you. If you think you will not use my name, then manage it. If, if the devil ship you, my presence will be an air condition. 
to keep it warm because that is not what I taught you. What I taught you, listen, the reason why you must be angry with some sickness is that your body is the temple. Be angry. Be angry, not for your sake, but for the God that dwells in you. You are a lively stone connected to a cornerstone. That that you are frustrating God with poverty when you can stand and say the silver and the gold you are restricting the owner of the silver and gold inside of you and you are begging for crumbs we don't talk like this anyhow we have tested it and we know we know we know right now i've got it to a point that i'm very careful to say what i want because if i say it it will come i'm very careful the consciousness is there is there i can't fail is there i'm not worried about me i'm worried about the god in me i can't disgrace him bishop where the says something he said that god this thing i'm doing this life i'm living if the glory comes, take. If the shame comes, let it come on me. These are men that are conscious. <laughs> He's so conscious of the fact that glory must come on God to a point that if shame comes, let God pull out himself. And let only him take it. If glory come, let God take it. You are not angry enough. You have put God into misery into shame as though he does not exist. I don't know how you see this English. Matthew 28 verse 19. One to go. Somebody say go. Come on, come on. Go. So tomorrow when you are going to work, you are going. I get to the picture. You are going to lectures, you are going. There is no special going. Every day is a going. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. Verse 20. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo! Da da di da da da. My God, and Lord, I. So today, for you know, you know my confidence now. The moment this morning I dressed up and I was stepping, I was going to teach. Then I remembered this, and Lord, I am with you always, even unto the end. That means I know my tomorrow going has not happened, but he is with me. 
we are not joking with us I'm with you it's not just empty handed with me I'm with you means I'll supply the cash I'm with you means I'll supply the strength I'm with you means I'll supply the favor I'm with you means I'll supply the power with you means I'll supply the miracles with you means I will supply the open door no I am with you I'm with you so if I'm going go talking a little full of the Holy Ghost no I am with you somebody shout I'm a priest a carrier of God no I'm with you my God so the priest goes everywhere the priest goes everywhere Bariage. Dialuka ilates benondis alikom pradis kwati gumelidas fakai takwamina kaya lo lo I am with you, sir. One of your greatest miracles is that you are not alone. I'm a carrier of a God. No, do you know what we carry? I am so sure that if somebody takes Elvis Ajeman to Antwa, Antwa will not attempt. He won't do it. You will tell the person, Do you want to die? And, and I'll be managing my job. Do you want me to die? me to lose my job <laughs> because a man like Moses stepped into Egypt and God promised Moses that I would judge all the gods of Egypt so when Moses stepped into Egypt even gods were in trouble <laughs> even gods it was not only Pharaoh even gods by the time Moses left, gods have lost their job. <laughs> gods have lost their job. The same way Satan lost his job when Jesus left. Because the Bible says on the cross, Satan was judged. Do you know the Greek meaning of judge? judge? To cast out. So the moment the Bible says in John 16 that the devil satan was judged all that god is saying that satan has been cast out so if you are to rebuild the devil you are only enforcing what has happened to him before in reality he is here by a spy not here by legality can i repeat it anywhere you find the devil he is here not by legality he is here as an illegal intruder because he was cast out on the cross he was judged that is why you don't need to mention jesus twice for him to leave that's why i don't do the deliverance of no 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 Menko, Messi Menko da, who saw for your wine, Messi Menko, 
e din be na wo bo no e din we tu mi ni mi si mi nko mi nya movie actor i am not a movie actor i am not a movie actor o ti konfo a oni wi come on o ti konfo oni wi the moment you shout juro he starts to run. Why? Because he has no place there. His strength is that you never see him. That's his strength. Is that that's why Satan's strength is for you to remain blind. That you never know these things you know. Because the guy is cast out, he's judged. So anything he's doing on earth now is an illegal matter. And anybody that comes in the name of Jesus, he must obey. Because that was the person that cast him out. The, the leader. So you can stand in your family and look at what is happening and say, in the mighty name of Jesus. No negotiation. Out! He wants you to describe his activities and oppressions. Mm, the way things are going. Satan has dealt with me. Satan has done this. Satan has done this. You know the fear? You know the fear? You know the fear face? Do you know what I carry? what the devil can do to the world he can't do to me because what is inside of me because depending on what you carry you carry only the strength for it on my tribe Zakai Kabaroska Lita Kuba Atesa Shakoparadis Adam Kakura Indas Lebamus Aqualikedias Bosia Takuba Nikes Dakomasia Toka. Some of you, you just speak in tongues like that to excite yourself, but some of us we speak to command. By the time I finish speaking, something must leave. I am a priest. Not by human ordination, but by divine ordination. So that I'll be sanctified and consecrated unto God and given to his nation to sustain his nation. You are the embodiment of his power. The conduit of his sacrifices. That's who you are. And then the ambassador of all his resources upon the earth. These are the three dynamics to your priesthood. Yes. Embodiment of his presence. Conduit of his sacrifices. So that if he needs somebody to send, he chooses you. God will not go and choose a worldly person. He chooses you. You become a platform of sacrifices for him. And then finally, you become an ambassador to all his resources here on earth. So we don't struggle like others struggle. 
because I know who I am. I'm a priest of the Lord. I'm the priest of the Lord. Do you know that the ambassador of America to Ghana signs on behalf of President Biden? Anything that has to do with America here on the land, he does the signing. Hey, hey, Tawa Atali Akwabash. Anything that belongs to God on earth, I am the ambassador in charge. I'm not just saying this thing to excite you. For the earth is the loss, the fullness thereof, the wells and the people. Koba Silai Wakwaten the Sombranish. Can you begin to speak in unknown tongues? Bukotolis. Is this all you can do? We are not negotiating. We are the ambassadors. We are the ambassadors. I see some of you standing there, you don't know what you are doing. Shake yourself up. Thank you for listening to Pastor Ajuman Elvis. For inquiries, send us a mail on pastorelvis at gracemountainministry.org. For questions relating to relationships and marriage, send us a mail on loveclinic at elvisajuman.org. You can also send your testimonies via testimonies at elvisajman.org for offerings visit www.payalphar.org for more information make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day remember faith cometh from hearing and hearing the word of god stay blessed